It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. Nerd! What's up, my I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio, and happily a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And even though this feels like episode one, this is actually our 278th morning show. And we're excited to have you with us as we kick off this new chapter in our journey. We have got a lot to cover on today's show, including what the heck is LTN Radio? What is happening? Where are we? Should we be afraid? To the point, no, fear not. Our fearless listeners will explain everything later in the show. It's also Movie Monday. We've got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, October 5th, 2020, and we've got a holiday to celebrate. That's right. Today is National, National, y'all, National (laughs) Kiss a Wrestler Day. (laughs) Is that how you pronounce wrestler? Wrestler. You you gave it three syllables. Wrestler. 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 Well, I mean, when I want to emphasize it, then yes, <laughs> I say wrestler. <laughs> but when I'm really talking, it's just kiss a wrestler day. Wrestler. Or I might say wrestler. Wrestler. <laughs> WCW wrestling. Just depends on who I'm talking to. Um, they're big and strong, straining under their rippling muscles. But for all that power, wrestlers need love, too. This October 5th, celebrate National Kiss a Wrestler Day and show your respect for one of the world's oldest and toughest athletic endeavors. It demands all the elements an athlete strives for, speed, strength, endurance, improvisation, and the mental fortitude to push through adversity. Although Kiss a Wrestler Day seems to be an internet-inspired holiday, it may be connected to the rock band KISS and its promotional effort to link up with the World Championship of Wrestling, WCW, back in 2000. The idea was to have a wrestler known as the Demon appear in makeup as one of the KISS characters. Suffice it to say, the deal fell through, but this day remains as a way to honor wrestlers past and present. I've got a problem with our show prep here. (laughs) <laughs> the, the people that put together this holiday just wrote World Championship of Wrestling was the name of WCW. That was not the name of WCW. Oh, okay. That was World Championship Wrestling. No of. Uh-huh. And I'm offended. Honestly, I'm quite offended that they don't know this. Well. On National Kiss of Wrestler Day, no doubt. My friend. <laughs> You are, in fact, the one who puts these scripts together. But I don't write this stuff. (laughs) I don't write the holidays. You should proofread. (laughs) We are learning a lesson this October 5th. If there is one thing we've learned in the over 400 hours of content you and I have created together, it's that I do not proofread. (laughs) It's almost a, a point of contention now between us that there will never be proofreading done. Big facts. (laughs) 
So how we kick off every Monday, as we have for uh, most of the last 278 shows, is uh, sharing what's been going on in our lives. And, and normally that's just recapping about a week's worth of time, but it's been uh, over a month since we've had a show, our last show for uh, our previous version of the morning show, which was the morning side hug, ended on September 1st. And we've had a month off as we've been ramping up to this, this relaunch on LTN Radio. And a lot's gone on. A lot has, a lot has changed. When we last left Mo, she was moving. I'm glad you remember. And then she wasn't moving. <laughs> I unmoved. She, un- she was like, pa- whole house packed. Yeah. Half the family already gone to the new location. Yeah. And then, nope. <laughs> Psych. Flip it and reverse it. Uh, <laughs> so she's back and uh, not moving. And now pick up where you left off there. <laughs> well, my house is completely unpacked now. Yeah. We have everything back in place, which is a good feeling. I do not like boxes. Um, but I started my job. I'm... <laughs> you know what? It's 2020. So I started my job at our preschool, our interventional preschool here in Clovis, Los Niños. Okay. Here in Clovis, Los Niños is the school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Started there, worked almost a week, made it until Friday morning when the principal called me in (laughs) and said... (laughs) It's never good when you go to the principal's office. Especially Uh, as an adult. Right? The principal (laughs) called me in and said, unfortunately, we're having to make some cuts. The district just isn't as big as they were anticipating it to be. You're terrible with children. (laughs) You're low man on the totem pole. So therefore, you have to move. Uh, And so. Well, at least it wasn't like a, we're just going to fire you. Yeah. Yeah. I was. It could have just been your cut. Well. Forever. I, I mean, I think. Had I not had a history with the district and worked at HR for almost four years, then I might would have been mm. fired. But because I, I can pull some strings. <laughs> <laughs> you know where some of the bodies are buried. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, so my lead teacher at the preschool, she actually volunteered to leave. And so I was able to go with her to one of our elementary schools here in the district. So I was already had a relationship with the lead teacher, was working with her, felt really comfortable with her. And so she and I moved over to um, one of our elementary schools and we are the virtual teachers for our cohort C students, which... Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just do the online stuff. Just the online stuff. Yeah. Our cohort C students are the students whose parents have elected to keep them at home to school through the district at least until december right and i don't know if that's the same in everybody's area yeah i don't know but i know here we have cohort a which is where your student goes to school monday and tuesday Mm -hmm. wednesday is kind of like the mental health day where they have like one little class Mm -hmm. uh and like a journal assignment or something and then normal online two school days Thursday and Friday. Cohort B swaps those around. Right. Online Monday, Tuesday, in class, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday also gives them a chance to disinfect all the schools, really deep clean everything. Um, and then C is like, nope, not going to school at all. We'll just do it all online. Yeah. Uh, and so you just do, so you just handle 
the online classes. I think that's a great idea because currently my uh, my son's teacher is doing both at the exact same time, trying yeah. to teach a class and have it be online at the same time and interact with both sets of students. Yeah. And this so far this first week hasn't seemed to have been going all that great. Yeah, so Mila's, Mila's school, she goes to a different elementary school. Um, we have nine, I think, nine yeah, elementary lot, schools yeah. in our district. Yeah. Um, and so Mila goes to a different school than what I teach at and also than what Matt's son goes to. And their school is doing the same thing as Eli's school, mm. where the teachers don't, there's not an assigned cohort C teacher, which I really think there should be. Yeah, I think that would be better. Yeah. Between Anne and I, we're tackling two grades. So she and I both cover first and second grade cohort C. And then we have a third and fourth grade cohort C teacher. Mm. So it works out pretty well pretty easily and so you're an ea right is that what it's called mm-hmm. educational assistant yep and does that mean you're actively working towards being a full-on teacher so fun fact i start my first day of college <laughs> yep to get my teaching degree at 35 um, years old mm-hmm. tomorrow <laughs> really tomorrow. wow yep. mm-hmm well, that's cool. So, I yeah. think that's really cool. We'll just there was a time in my life where I wanted to be like a high school English teacher. I could I see that, that would Matt. Be fun. Yeah, but uh, nah. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> uh, so on my end, uh, we we finished recording our shows in September or mm-hmm. for for the first day of September, and then my wife and I got out of dodge we originally and, and we talked about this on the morning side hug long before covid hit and my wife and i were planning this big uh like nine day trip to new york it's something that a place that neither of us had ever been it was going to be really cool we were going to go see every single tourist trap and museum and broadway and, and all these all of, the food it's going to be yeah oh, it's going to be so great and then covid hit and like we had already booked plane tickets Fancy hotel, car rental. We booked everything we could book back in February. Mm-hmm. And then March comes, and we're like, oh, gosh. Well, they say 15 days to slow the spread. Maybe this thing will be over by then. Right. Watching all the tracks, the maps, the 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 possibilities of what will happen if this, this, and this happen. You know, just watching nonstop saying, are we going to be able to go? Are we going to be able to go? Do we need to try and get refunds? Do we need to badger companies to let us out of these? <laughs> Um, And yeah, so, I mean, everything got canceled. We didn't really lose any money, I don't think. I think everything was able to give us that, well, because of COVID, we'll give you your money back kind of thing. But Deidre and I have just been dying for a vacation. We haven't had a vacation, just her and I, pretty much since our honeymoon. Like an actual vacation where you're going somewhere beyond... You know, two hours away to Lubbock or whatever. Or, and you're not going for a conference. Or, or a wedding. or Yes. I mean, we've been to Austin for a wedding. That's, I mean, there's not been a time of just her and I in over 15 years. And we are thinking about having a third kid. We're like, we need to have this vacation before we have a third kid. I don't want to wait another year or more until COVID's gone. She didn't either. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there just like, what if we just go on a trip? 
what if we go next week? And that's what we did. We just did. <laughs> we, we planned a road trip. We went to Mount Rushmore. Uh, we drove through the, the Colorado Rockies, a scenic route thing. We went to St. Louis, to Nashville, and uh, then back. But I mean, it was it was. We went to twelve states in nine days. We drove over thirty five hundred miles. Uh, saw a bunch of cool landmarks and famous places that we've only seen in pictures, and uh, made a lot of cool memories. Didn't get sick of each other. Drove a lot, but never got sick of that either. It was really fun. It was just like a good old road trip. Yeah. We planned a couple places that we were going to go specifically, but like food or whatever, we just kind of we 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 winged it, you know, and just just kind of had a sporadic. Let's not. And I'm a planner, and you know this about me mm-hmm. from planning our conferences or whatever to the minute yeah. where we're going to be, what we're going to do. I threw that out the window. Good job. And it wasn't the end of the world, and it was really fun. Um, but I do have a uh, a story, and I, I don't think I've told you this yet. Oh no. So we're in St. Louis. We're downtown St. Louis. Um, we get in. We're only there for the one night, and uh, we want to walk over to. The park with the arch, which is just down at the end of the downtown area, and then get some dinner and come back, and we were going to just watch movies and go to bed and get up and gonna leave the next day. <clears throat> so we uh, we walk down the street. We see a couple of restaurants. There's one in the corner, Mary's, whatever. looks like a burger place. We pass uh, the highway and get into the park where the arch is. Walk this long, long park, go all the way up to the arch. We can't go in the arch. We can't go in the museum or whatever because it's all closed because of COVID. But we got to be there. We got to stand there, put our hand on the, the base of the arch, you know, stand and see how just how flipping tall it really is. And how small you feel. <laughs> yeah, how tiny you feel. Um, <clears throat> and so by the end, we walk to the end of that park and we're on the other side of downtown at this point. So we're like, okay, let's walk up into downtown. We'll start walking back and we'll find a place to eat. Well, apparently, almost every restaurant downtown is only open during, like, work hours, like, office hours. So, 9 to 5. Yeah. What? Like, almost everything closes by 6 o'clock. What kind of downtown district is that? They do breakfast, they do lunch, and everything else is, like, closed. We saw saw one open, like, uh, Thai place... Looked really shady. Didn't want to go there. I don't like Thai food anyway. Uh, and like one open convenience store that also looked very shady. Uh, and so we're like, well, back on our block, we saw that Mary's. That looked like it'd be a restaurant that'd be open. Let's just walk back there. So we walked back there. Very kitschy. Door handle was like a high heel. You know, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a gaudy place. <laughs> <laughs> but it had burgers. A little, little caricature of a, you know blonde girl holding a burger like all right let's go in there they gotta have something to eat so we go in and and set up obviously they have this big stage and uh, a big like bingo card thing on the background bingo number slot and i'm like oh darn they're having like a private bingo thing hmm. so the lady comes up to us like you here to play bingo and i said we're, we're not really interested in bingo we do want to eat though can we sit like somewhere else like oh yeah we can put you on the other side of the bar so put us on the other side of the bar nobody else is over there everything's pretty much closed down over there but they take care of us which is really nice um we get our appetizers which was these these fried mac and cheese balls like you've never had in your life Mm. my gosh um and as we're eating those 
uh, the the hosts for the bingo night come out, and uh, they are to uh, um, transvestites. Okay. <laughs> and apparently, this whole restaurant is a transvestite themed restaurant. Also, it's like a drag bar. <laughs> yes. So Mary, Mary, the Mary is is a guy. <laughs> In my defense. There was no way you could really tell unless you were like reading articles or whatever that are pinned on the wall, which we didn't do. It really just looked like some weird kitschy place. So we're sitting there and it's, you know, I'm not knocking the people at all. They seemed very fun and like they were having a great time and nobody else in the place was, was, you know, dressed up in drag or whatever. It was just the two hosts and it was, you know, normally dressed people playing bingo and having a good time. And we're sitting back there laughing feeling kind of embarrassed most of the time <laughs> but i'll be danged if that wasn't the second best meal we had on the trip nice <laughs> they had they oh we had the, i had this chicken and waffles thing oh i saw the picture that was drizzled in a caramel <gasps> so oh my gosh i never thought that chicken and waffles could be made better because i love me a good chicken and waffles mm-hmm. you've seen me eat several <laughs> but mm, my goodness uh, and the fries are the, they had their, Deidre and I both agreed were the best fries we've ever had in our lives. Hmm. We don't know how they did it. So if you're in St. Louis, so, yeah. go to Mary's. Mary's Be right prepared. Because you know it's you're a getting drag into, bar, but apparently. But it was, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> great food. <laughs> you know, uh. I have to tell you, though, my favorite thing, and who, oh, it was Mark Weger, our friend Mark, yeah. who commented and was like, great, now Carrie Ann, which is his wife, yeah. now Carrie Ann's going to want me to take her somewhere. <laughs> but as I was going through the pictures, I'm like living vicariously through you. I'm like, oh, this looks brilliant. This yeah. is the best vacation ever. The one thing that I loved most, though, that y'all did was putt-putt. And we, yeah, we went to like five or six different mini golf places i thought it was brilliant so i'm going through your pictures and i'm i'm like i wonder if matt would be upset if we totally stole their vacation <laughs> you know we can do the same route we won't stay at the same hotels we won't eat the same food but then i was like but we're totally doing putt-putt <laughs> <laughs> yeah we found a lot of great places a lot of great one really weird place uh there was at Mount Rushmore, which I didn't expect, between Rapid City, which is like the the main mm-hmm. city near it, and the actual monument, there's like a ton of tourist trappy things for yeah. families and whatever to do. There's like a drive-through zoo, Bear Country USA, which we did, uh, like a Hall of Presidents type thing. There's just a whole bunch of stuff. There's a there's a little amusement park. Well, it's because um, it's a military town. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know anything about this area. Mm-hmm. But they just had a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to do. And uh, so we went to this. Deidre saw this place called Dino World. And for some reason, she really wanted to go to it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So we went. And it was, I mean, they had some, like, fake dinosaur skeletons and weird things. It wasn't huge. It wasn't that great, the dinosaur park. But they also had like this really strange and frustrating nine hole mini golf in the back, which was the worst thing. But the coolest thing they had was a hall of mirrors. 
And you know how like at the traveling, um, yeah, traveling Fair. circ fairs. Yeah, yeah, they have those hall of mirrors. But mm-hmm. if you look at the floor, you can follow where you're going. It's it's because there's no like lines or whatever. You can see where you need to go. It's not that difficult. Okay. It's easy to it's easy to figure it out if you think. This one though, impossible and creepy. They figured out how you can't look at the ground and figure out which way to go. The the mirrors go on forever. It's wide. It's not like thin like a fair one. It's really wide and so you're taking these big turns. You don't know which direction you're going. But we're, you know, it's all set up in like triangles. You know, that's how it works. We look into it at first, and it's really dark in there. You can just barely see. But way down in the reflections of the mirrors, straight ahead, like several, several, several dozen mirrors down in the reflections, there's something in the reflection. And Deidre and I look at each other, and I'm like, how is there something in the mirror that's not right here, that's not in front of us, or in any of the other mirrors? It's just in one layer. And David's like, that's it, I'm leaving. And she walks <laughs> I make her go. We eventually get to it, and it's like one of the mirrors is cracked, and it's tape. It's like blue tape uh, that they duct taped it on. But it was freaking us out the whole time as we're getting closer to it. Yeah. Um, but it was such a good uh, hall of mirrors that Deidre lost track of which me was the real me. Oh my gosh! I posted a video. See? If you didn't, if you didn't see it in that thing, uh, in that collection of photos, I posted a video of her videotaping me as I like turn the corner and try to leave. Her. And she says, "Hey, come back!" And she walks towards me and almost hits a mirror, turns around almost 180 degrees, and I'm behind her. She goes, which one are you? I lost track of who you were. It is the funniest and creepiest thing. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. I think that it would just send my claustrophobia through the Oh, roof. yeah. It was I, definitely... Luckily, it wasn't that long. It wasn't because yeah. it was still in a very small building. But uh, it was it was creepy. It's all heck. Yeah. Uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we had a good time. And uh, other than that, we've been preparing for the, the relaunch, uh, preparing for Love Thy Nerd uh, to to fold us in, to fold Back Row Radio mm-hmm. in uh, and relaunch as LTN Radio. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but for now, uh, though we could probably keep talking about everything that we've done over this past month for hours, let's right. take a break. Uh, <laughs> and when we come back, it's Movie Monday. Keep it right here for Sweet Tunes here on LTN Radio, and we'll be back in a few. Stick around. Now, I know there are some rumors out there, and I just kind of want to set the record. Uh, 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 I'm assistant regional manager. I should know first. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, okay. Um, can you just tell me, please? Just tell me well, quietly. I'm about to tell whisper everybody. whisper it in my ear? I'm just about please. to tell everyone. Can you okay. just tell us? Please. Okay. Do you want me to tell them? You don't know what it is. <laughs> so Can you I'm, tell him? With my permission. I don't need permission, your permission. granted. Go ahead. In season one, episode one of The Office, we see office manager Michael Scott call a staff meeting, something that we would see in nearly every episode of The Office for nine seasons. The purpose of this meeting was to relay some information from a meeting that he had had with Jan from corporate. Of course, before he was even able to say anything, Dwight Schrute from sales jumped up and demanded to know what the information was before everybody else because he considered himself the assistant regional manager, something that we would come to see be quite the running joke. What started as insistence quickly became an assumed role of authority over his own boss. 
in fact, giving his boss permission to say what he was going to say. Now, anyone who's ever worked in an office setting would see this situation play out on TV and think, if that were me, I'd have gotten fired. That is supremely ridiculous. But are we doing the exact same thing with God on a regular basis? You see, God does have a plan for your life and for your family and for your job and, and for your future. But heck, even from the beginning, we have not been great on following God's plan. In fact, even since the Garden of Eden, we have seen man decide to choose their own destiny, their own path, their own way, and leave God's plan in the dust to dire consequences. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now all glory to God who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Now, maybe it's a lack of trust. Maybe it's an overabundance of pride like Dwight had. That is keeping us from just letting God do what God does and instead trying to micromanage our own boss. But whatever the case, our scope is so incredibly limited. We're only able to see a few feet in front of us. The big, immense, bigger than we can imagine plan that God has for us well, you don't know what it is. <laughs> Look, I get it. The fear of the unknown is a terrifying thing. It's very difficult to let go and let God, especially when it comes to big things in your life. But when we can find the courage to be patient and have faith, that is when we find God's biggest blessings. He is our father after all. And you ain't going to be messing with my chillin'. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. All right, hit us. About kissing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's National Kiss a Wrestler Day. Oh, All right, you ready? No, hold on. No, no, before, they're not inappropriate. Listen, no, I chose Just five facts start. that were not inappropriate. <laughs> I knew what I was doing here. Listen. Up until this episode, <laughs> I have chosen all the facts. <laughs> because, partially because, I don't trust Mo. All Mostly that because Matt is a control freak. Mostly that, but partially because. No, but. No, okay. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be willing to be proven wrong. That you are trustworthy. <laughs> Have an open mind. Good grief. So kissing is actually good for you. It can help reduce dermatitis and blemishes and can also help fight tooth decay because the extra saliva produced during kissing helps clean your mouth more effectively. Okay. No. That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> extra saliva you get from your partner. I know. <laughs> When I was reading them, I thought the same thing until I actually read on. And I was like, oh, that, that makes sense. It, okay. Oh, right. uh, kissing, <laughs> kissing for one minute can burn up to 26 calories. So I just need to kiss my wife for 87 years <laughs> oh and I'll be gosh. where I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. On average, people spend about 336 hours kissing, which is roughly only two weeks of our lives. That's sad. I know. I thought the same thing. 
Man. We spend more time than that at red lights. I mean. You know, <laughs> what are you spending your life doing, people? <laughs> kissing or sitting in traffic. <laughs> at least be kissing while you're sitting in traffic. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> On- only, only if your spouse is with you're, you. You're correct, yes. Uh, In 2013, a Thai couple smashed their previous world record of 46 hours and 24 minutes of kissing Mm -mm. without breaking for Mm -mm. 58 hours, 35 Mm -mm. minutes, and 58 seconds. Mm -mm. Talk about the need for chapstick afterwards. Right. You would have the driest, most raw lips. It's very true. Yeah. (laughs) You know how you hear those stories of the... The people that kind of go nuts and just never leave their toilet seat, and eventually their butt kind of fuses to the toilet seat. No, you ever heard those stories before? Uh-uh. Oh, it's happened multiple times. Uh, what is wrong uh, with these people? <laughs> well, I mean, it's usually like an actual like mental disorder uh, um. causing them to do it. But this is purely voluntary. And what happens if your lips fuse together? Your I mean, bodies just become one. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, I love Chris and all, but... But you love your lips, just like Larry. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but I love my lips. <laughs> all right. And then the last one is actually Sorry. a three-parter. So it's like three facts in one. But in Indiana, it is illegal for men with mustaches to habitually kiss human beings. In Colorado. <laughs> Habitually. In Colorado's Logan County, a man is forbidden to kiss a woman while she's asleep. And in Hartford, Connecticut, men are prohibited from kissing their wives on Sundays. On Sundays? I know. It's weird. I mean, I feel like the don't kiss women while they're asleep thing should be all across the board, right? What? That's weird. No. It's kind of creepy. No. Like, if you are getting up to go to work and she's asleep, you come give her a kiss goodbye. You don't wake her up to give her a kiss. On the mouth? Not necessarily okay. on the mouth. I mean, uh, I guess it you don't have that specific, specific. I can understand that, like a kiss on the forehead as you're leaving or something and the cheek. Yeah. But like kissing a sleeping person on the mouth, spouse or not, just seems weird. Okay, I can I can agree with that. <laughs> and I know that if I kissed Deidre on the mouth while she was asleep and You're she woke punched up in the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bam. Oh gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> no, no. What are you doing? <laughs> yep. Uh all right, all right. So hold on, the first part of that. Someone with a guy with a mustache cannot habitually kiss women. Uh-huh. How long before it becomes a habit? How I many? Don't know. I, well, no, not women. It was human beings. They can't habitually kiss human beings. So, like, including their children and whatever. But other beings is okay. So they can kiss dogs. They can kiss their dogs or their cats. Horses. <laughs> aardvarks. <laughs> hamsters. But. I heard Kevin kisses longhorns, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's really weird. That's really weird to me. You know what, Mo? Though, that was those were solid facts. See, I I I must I stand in awe of your fact gathering prowess, and uh, I was wrong. I was wrong to withhold this duty from you for so long. Thank you, and you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it is Movie Monday. Mo and I are both going to share with you a movie we recommend you seeing, and we may fight about it. Who knows? Oh. 
I hope not. <laughs> I don't like fighting. <laughs> Neither of us know which movie we're going to recommend, and you should probably consider this a blanket spoiler alert. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what we're going to argue about. Mm. Things that are spoilers. Who knows? My first, my, well, my, mine for today is a movie that Deidre and I got to see on our trip. We actually got to go to a movie theater. What? And it opened that night. Those things are still a thing? Yeah. And there were two whole new movies playing. What? There was Tenant, which has not interested me at all from the previews. Some weird source code-esque Inception-like... Oh, my phones are going off. Inception-like weird movie that I just don't want to see. But the other one was Bill and Ted Face the Music. Deidre did not want to go see it, but even she laughed most of the way through it. I don't know how many of y'all out there have been Bill and Ted fans since the first movie, which I believe came out in 86. Oh my goodness, it's really that old? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) But when did you turn California Valley girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, when I first watched it as a kid, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Bogus Journey kind of scared me because they went to like hell and that freaked me out. But still a really good movie. Uh, and the fact that this number one, Bill and Ted 3, has been hyped. Almost longer than Avatar 2 has been. Just like, yeah, we've been working on it. We've been working on it. We've been working on it. Trying to find a place. We got the actors. We got everything. Blah, 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 blah. And like, this is never going to happen. You know, it goes on so long. You're like, yeah, they're just, you know, this is pipe dream stuff. It's never going to. They're hoping like Netflix comes out and says, hey, we'll pay for it. It's not going to happen. But then it happened (laughs) at exactly the right time. Have you seen any of the Bill and Ted movies? Nope. None of them? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. But Chris did watch Face the Music. Has he seen the first two? Yes. Oh, oh okay, he okay, is okay. a fan. Good, good, good. Surprise, See, surprise. Chris, you... Chris is in a good... Well, Chris, the is, two of Chris you... enjoys the right movies. That's I'm just the thing. Say that. <laughs> the two of you are not similar in a whole lot of ways. But in movie tastes, definitely. Chris and Deidre are more alike. You and I are more similar. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to movies, yes. Opposite, yeah. Um, but Bill and Ted Face the Music is, for those of you who aren't familiar, let me just give you a quick rundown. The original Bill and Ted was, they needed to write a history report. Guy from the future comes back says, hey, I'm going to help you write this history report because you need to pass it because you two need to stay together because one of them was being threatened of going to military school because eventually y'all write a song that brings the entire world together in Alliance of Planets. Weird premise, totally dumb. In one of these trips, they accidentally go to the future and they see kind of the effect that their music has had on society. Really neat, whatever. They go, they have their history report, and it's over. Largely, the movie is not about the music. It's about the history report and interacting with all these different figures from history, which is really fun. Second movie is... It was made for money. I mean, you know, it's, there, was, there was no real reason for it. There was no story-driven thing behind it. It was just, oh, let's come up with somebody who will, uh, some bad guy in the future who's like, oh, I'm going to stop this from happening. 
So he creates evil versions of Bill and Ted and sends them back and tries to replace them and keep the future from ever being molded in their image or whatever. Didn't really need to happen. But uh, it ended with what everybody thought was the song that united everybody. They play uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You, which I don't remember who the original ver- person uh, band that recorded it was. I know Petra covered it, covered it in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, it's a really good song. I like it. Um, <laughs> but then Bill and Ted 3 comes out and it's like, no, that wasn't the song. And they're also a failure and they're now in their 60s and they haven't written the song yet i don't know how old they are but they are old at this point and so it's all about we have to write the song and then they find out we have to write the song like by today this is when it happens someone from the future comes and says look things are falling apart in the future because you haven't written this song yet and so it's all about building to what's this song going to be and you as the watcher especially people who've been watching it from the beginning like how on earth are they going to come up with a song that will be fitting enough for us to actually think yeah that could be the song that unites the world and the way they did it was absolutely brilliant and i'm not going to give that part away i think that's too much of a spoiler that's fair but it was great and also focused around their children their two daughters which are also named bill and ted but vice versa that's like their nickname. Their real name is close to Bill and Ted. But anyway. Uh, Interesting. And so there's two, two stories going on. So it's the two guys going back in time. And the, the way they go back in time is like, why don't we just steal a time machine, go to the future when we've already written a song, and steal it from ourselves? That's the plan. <laughs> so they go. They go to the future. And, oh, that version hadn't written it yet. And they're mad. Yeah. <laughs> they go to the future again. It's just worse and worse. And so eventually they get to the, where they're like old men dying in bed. And that's finally when they get it. But then things go horribly awry. There's a robot that's trying to kill him. It's, it has an identity crisis. I mean, it's just, there's so much in this movie, guys. You have to watch it. People who have never seen it, though, are going to say the acting is terrible. That's on purpose. That's, that's how it's supposed that's, to that's be. That's how it's supposed to be. Because it is mimicking the original movies, which were also on purpose, but more accepted back then. But it's just, oh gosh, I can't say enough. I'll talk forever. It's a fantastic movie and you should absolutely watch it. So for me, I always get Bill and Ted and Wayne's World Mm. mixed up. Similar. I mean, similar characters, kind of. And then, you know, if it were supposed to be a cartoon, then it would be Beavis and Butthead. Hey, Bill and Ted had their own cartoon. Really? You know what was weird, actually? Because Bill and Ted, when it first came out, the first movie, was very popular. And so they like immediately got a cartoon, Bill and Ted animated series. And then they got a live series that were running at the exact same time. But the live series was not as good as the animated series. And so it only got like six episodes and it was canceled. That's fair. But still, it was a phenomenon. Like, it was a very popular thing, and that's why they got that second movie a couple years later, um, which had... I don't remember the guy's name. Did you ever watch Roswell, the first version? No. I can't get into it. I liked it. Um, I think his name is maybe William Sadler or something like that. I don't know why that name's coming to my head. I think that might be it. But he played the sheriff on Roswell. But he was the original death, like with the sickle you know white white faced hooded death in the grim reaper yeah yeah grim reaper <laughs> and uh 
<laughs> in in Bogus Journey, the second movie, and he actually winds up joining the band at the end. And then at the end credits, there's like all these um, magazine articles and newspaper clippings about telling the story of what happened in the years past. And Death leaves the band and goes, does his own solo work, rejoins the band, whatever. And so they meet him again, same actor and everything in this movie. Uh, <laughs> they basically have to to talk him back into joining the band. And, I mean, it's it's so ridiculous and out there and weird that you can't find a logical thing to it. And I think that's something that's that's happened over the years as we've grown up, is that people have gotten to the point where we don't want a movie where you can't explain every weird thing that's happening, you know? Yeah. You can't just have weird for the sake of weird. This completely flies in the face of that. And like, yeah. no, we're going to have weird for the sake of weird. It's going to be fun. We're not going to be able to tie up every loose end. Who cares? We're having a good old dang time. So yeah. there's my pitch. Which is why Chris likes it. Go watch it, guys. Really good. So I'm just going to go ahead and preface this, since it's now <laughs> my turn to speak, um, with the fact that I do not watch movies, one, nearly as much as most people, and two, when I watch them, I'm not like completely engaged in them, unless I am at the movie theater, which, you know... Except for Matt and Deidre, who's gone to the movie theater in the last six months. Ask us how many other people were in the theater. How many other people were in the theater, Matt? One. <laughs> See? There were three of us in the entire theater. Point proven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my movie, I'm not going to go nearly into as many... Into any... I get into excited. Into as many details. I Good grief. Um as Matt did, just because I don't watch them like Matt does. <laughs> um, but my movie is actually a Netflix original, and I know Netflix is a Boo. hot button topic right now. <laughs> but Every single one of those words, I'm like, what is she going to say next? What is she going to say? Hot <laughs> button topic. Uh, I don't but know yes, why you don't right. trust me so no, much. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. I was like, I'm, I'm ready Where for you to go going? off. I wanted you to go off on Netflix. No. Um, but time. Enola Holmes, do you still have Netflix, first of all? Ooh, uh, I have it until Friday, I think. Okay. Have you seen the previews for Enola, Enola Holmes? Holmes? It's the one where uh, Superman is Sherlock Holmes and uh See, you can't is... do this kind of thing. Yes, Eleven. <laughs> I can go Enola there. <laughs> yes, Eleven is Enola Holmes. Eleven from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who Superman is. Henry so. Cavill, Superman, also from The Witcher. I'm going to trust you here. But yes, Superman Enola Holmes Steel. is Sherlock Holmes' little sister. And a so, little sister. Okay. Uh -huh. I didn't really, I haven't watched the previews. I've seen like images, but I assumed daughter. I like no. thought this was way in the future and it was the daughter. Nope. So okay. apparently, and Sherlock has a brother, which I never really got into Sherlock Holmes yeah, and the mysteries brother. and everything. Okay. So I didn't know if that what was, was the name like of the a brother in the movie. Mycroft. Yeah. It's Mycroft. Okay. So see, I, I guess I am retaining some of the movie. <laughs> This is a test. I knew what the name was. <laughs> um, so Mycroft and Sherlock are gone. They're quite a bit older than Enola. <laughs> and out of nowhere, Enola's mom goes missing. And so she sends for her brothers. Is this also Sherlock's mom or is yes. it a different mom? Yes. Okay. So um, Enola sends for her brothers, hoping that they can help her find their mother. They come home. 
but instantly are appalled at the young woman that Enola is turning into and send her to charm school and all of these things that a woman is supposed to do, not realizing that Enola has a very big calling all in her own self. And so it's just this really great girl power movie mm. about you know, not becoming what everybody wants you to become, not falling into the mainstream of what a girl is supposed to be, but to follow your own path and to go your own way. And I learned that from Cadet Kelly, a Disney original <laughs> <laughs> starring Hilary Duff. Oh my goodness. And the chick who voiced Kim Possible. <laughs> no, that actually sounds really good. It's a really good movie. Okay, it's I a- might have to grab that before... Uh, before we kick off yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. It's a really great movie. I really enjoyed it. So By the way, have you heard the latest the latest controversial movie that's on Netflix? No. About a dude who has relations with an octopus. Ay ay ay. Yep. That's Netflix for you. They're not uh backing down, they're doubling down. It's yeah. the times we live in. <laughs> It just is. It is. Uh, yeah. No, we're not going to get into this. We're not going to do it. One day we will, but not today. <laughs> not happening. No. Nope. I will not sully our first oh. episode back. Well, not. To, I, that's what I said. It's not today. I know. I know. Okay, I'm telling this to myself and to the world. Okay. I'm not trying to convince you. We're talking about it one day, though. Go, well, I, says you. Mm-hmm. Unless you make it one of your five random facts. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> All right. Uh, so a tradition that we have on our show is that every new iteration of our show, we kick it off with a game. Uh, the overarching game for this is going to be Who Said It? And it's going to be a, a revolving game with, with different people or whatever. But today it's actually going to be a game of Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, I'm taking it back to the original one. The one by uh, Tim Chalilis. I never know how to pronounce his name. But anyway, the original game. I'm going to have you play it, Mo. Okay. We're going to see how good you do. Uh, you can play along at home. These are, these are either tweets or quotes from Joel Osteen or fortune cookie sayings. Mo's going to guess which is which. You ready? I mean, am I ever ready? No. Okay. There we are. <laughs> Happiness is not the absence of conflict. But the ability to cope with it. Austin or fortune cookie? I'm going to say Osteen. Osteen. I never pronounce it correctly. Correct. No, wait. No, I'm sorry. What? You're wrong. What? It's a fortune cookie. It's confusing on the app. My bad. You chose Joel Osteen. I, I saw Joel Osteen and assumed it was the answer. It's not. It's a fortune cookie. Rude. One wrong. Next, <laughs> you're not responsible for other people's happiness. You are responsible for your own happiness. <laughs> Osteen or Cookie? Okay, this is Osteen. Correct. Good job. But I kind of agree with that, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> you're responsible for your own happiness? Um, I... Mm. You want me to tell you? No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Take time to make a difference. Think about how you can make somebody else's life better. I'm going to say cookie. Wrong. Joel Osteen, which seems in direct conflict to the previous yeah. 
quote about how you're yeah. not responsible for other people's you happiness. You can't make other people happy, but do something today to make someone happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Avoid focusing on the negative aspects of the past. Osteen or fortune cookie? Cookie. Cookie. Correct. Yay. Okay, two and two. 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 You can just as easily talk yourself out of your dream as you can talk yourself into it. Mm, Osteen. Correct. All right, three up. When you can't naturally feel upbeat, it can sometimes help to act as if you did. Osteen? Fortune cookie. Really? Which seems right, because it wasn't worded really well. And Osteen's pretty good at wording his stuff. To affirm is to make firm. Osteen or fortune cookie? (laughs) I don't like this one. face moment. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. A little bit. Uh, Osteen? Fortune cookie. Hmm. I'm glad it was a fortune cookie, because if he said that from the pulpit one Sunday morning. <laughs> All right. Number eight. True greatness is not how bright you shine, but how bright you make others shine. Oh, see? See? I hope this is Osteen, because again, it contradicts what he said. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah. Osteen? Okay. Correct. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, number nine. Somebody needs your encouragement. Somebody needs to know that you believe in them. Joel Osteen or Fortune Cookie? Osteen? Correct. <laughs> I mean, this is, I, don't know, I don't understand. Number ten. The best things in life aren't things. Osteen or Fortune Cookie? Ooh. Ooh. Mmm. Best things in life. See, I could see this being in a fortune cookie. I'm going to say cookie. Yeah, I would say that too. Correct. Hey. All right, number 11. How many are we doing? I think there's only 12. (laughs) Make me play the whole game. (laughs) You will produce what you're continually seeing in your mind. Osteen Mm. or fortune cookie? Osteen. Yeah. And Mm. you know what? That's a good one. That's correct. You will produce what you're thinking in your mind. I mean, that's fair, but we ain't getting into it because you wouldn't let me get into mine. (laughs) Number 12, last one, I think. Judge each day not by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Osteen or fortune cookie? Ooh. Osteen? Fortune cookie. Really? That's a good one, though. That is a good one. That's that's Scriptural, mm-hmm. scriptural, scripture. How do you say that word? Scriptural. Is that that sounded oh, wrong no. when you said it too? I don't know. <laughs> scriptural. There's too many scriptural. Scriptural. See, if you say <laughs> something too many times, it sounds wrong. Anyway, you scored a seven out of twelve, meaning you just eked out a win right there. <laughs> just <laughs> didn't fail. <laughs> Actually, I think that would still be a fail if it was graded, wouldn't it? Uh, It'd be yeah, like that'd be an F. Sixty something, <laughs> sixty-five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, mm-hmm. Technically a win, which is the best kind of win. All right. Sure. <laughs> and with that, let's take a break here. When we come back, 
Okay, for real, what's the deal with LTN Radio? All your questions will be answered when we come back. Stick around. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio first? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager Matt. And I'm Mo. And you've waited long <laughs> enough for answers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've all waited long enough for answers. What the heck happened to Back Row Radio? Well, let's talk about it. Oh, gosh. Guys, it's a big story. Uh, it's been going on for months, really. Uh, it's been a secret. Last October, uh, about a year ago now, was when Church Nerds launched on our Friday morning show. Really? It's been a year? It's been a whole year. Oh, my. And um, let's see. We had you're my friend and I trust you. We had those mm-hmm. guys and they were they did fantastic, but one of them moved away and got uh, engaged and they couldn't do a weekly show anymore. And so mm-hmm. we're like, well, we we are already active with Love Thy Nerd in small ways, and so I thought, well, why don't we do what we did with um, with you're my friend and I trust you and say, hey, can we take the podcast that you make? And cut it into bits and make a morning show out of it, which is essentially what we did with them. They didn't make the show for us, but we used their content mm-hmm. that way. And uh, I sent that to my buddy Bubba, who's one of the founders of Love Thy Nerd. And he said, well, why don't we just make a whole show? We've been looking for a, a, an opportunity to do a show that is more focused on like Christian stuff intermingling with the the nerdy culture because up to that point the podcasts that they had were all focused on nerd culture right that had tie-ins to to faith every now and then but sometimes it was just focused on how things are in the gaming industry or comics or all that kind of stuff uh it's not heavily faith-based content that they make so like we've been looking for this opportunity this might be the great op- the opportunity we've been looking for and so they did it they started it they launched it and it's been going fantastic uh, it is their most popular podcast. Really? Yeah. That wow. not counting people listening to it here on the station. Right. Like most popular thing they've got going. And so as we've been doing things here at Back Row Radio, you might remember us telling you the story of Back Row, how you know it started with a Twitter account, Back Row Baptist, which took off randomly really quickly strangely that doesn't really happen to a lot of uh especially christian and non twitter accounts which of which there were dozens at that point and now there are billions um but caught a couple breaks got really popular really quickly yada 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 turned into this whole thing big Mm -hmm. ministry with a lot of different branches we had a blog we had a podcast we had 
Uh, we still do a lot of things, games, books, all those kind of things, uh, you know, all different branches. And as we did the podcast, which was also fairly popular right out the gate, uh, not like a super popular podcast, nowhere near Joe Rogan level, but, you know, a couple hundred listens a week mm-hmm. for, for a relatively new podcast, pretty much right out the gate. And it just grew from there. And that's pretty big. And as we started doing that by the third episode, we're like, we need something in the, the breaks. And so we reached out to independent Christian artists who, uh, you know, weren't in the, in the licensing, whatever, so we could use their music. And we got a lot over the like two and a half, three years or so that we did that. Two and a half, three years that we did that podcast. Lots sent into us. Hundreds of songs. We're like, let's start a radio station where we can feature this music. And, you know, got hooked up with Live 365. They covered the licensing. We got all this stuff put in, put in all of our, our music collection, and then started adding more each week. And uh, it was really neat. And is quickly become like our favorite thing to do we ended the podcast we started the morning show about a month later uh we've been doing that like i said this is the 278th morning show mo and i have done uh which is insane to think of that's just so many shows (laughs) how have we not run out of things to talk about how have we not gotten tired of each other (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding that's, that's, that's a question i'm uh, it has an answer, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, we have gotten done. No, I'm, uh, so the more we've done this though, the less we focused on any other aspect mm-hmm. of back row. Um, we kind of stopped doing blogs really quickly at that point. We eventually like cut the twitter stuff out we cut backrow baptist the only thing that we have left backrow baptist is backrow baptist church on facebook our facebook group which is still thriving and great and we love that um but we're not really the ones pushing all the content on that that's right a, that's a group effort from everybody in the group it's really fun and we try and keep it as as a uh, controversy free as possible unlike most christian groups which are just horrifying in the comment sections. We try and tamper all that down, let people just have a good old time, making some churchy jokes. But we have that. But aside from that, back row, which once had a, a whole umbrella worth of, of uh, offshoots and ministries involved with it, pretty much shrunk to just back row radio. Mm-hmm. And as a radio station, just in and of itself, I felt back row as a name was kind of lost the significance in the mix of things like i felt like in my 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 personal way i felt like i was having to stretch to justify back row being the name of our radio station at this point now your lip is out mo (laughs) so i want to know what you think and it's okay if you disagree with me it's not necessarily that I disagree with you. And because I have the script in front of me, I know that you're going to kind of cover Show really prep. how not, I'm not feeling. A script. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is off the cuff, Mo. Oh, gosh. This is, out of, this is from the heart. It, wait, it absolutely is from the heart. You're right. It's not a, it's not a script. It's an outline of what we're going to talk about. Go, outline. Well, I'll go with that, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> since it's listed on the outline... <laughs> Um, but 
I don't know. It's For okay. someone can, who has watched it. it from, I guess, from the beginning, except for the Twitter. You know, I wasn't ever a Twitter person. I never will be a Twitter person. I don't want to be. <laughs> it's awful over there now. I hate it. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I feel like that's all social media across the board, but whatever. <sighs> Twitter's so much worse. <laughs> don't ever get involved. <laughs> Stay away, Mo. Okay will do <laughs> um but for somebody who's watched it from the beginning and watched it grow and evolve over the years and yes you're right it has gone from this ministry that had so many things that it covered to just back row radio and i miss those many things that it mm-hmm. covered i miss writing for the blog and you know that was probably where i got most of my writing for the blog got me through a really difficult time mm. and so i guess that's probably where a lot of my sadness comes from yeah. is just knowing that it's no longer going to be what it was. And I mean, there were a lot of good memories for that. Uh, and I've been a part of like group blogs like that mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh, that started actually right out of uh, high school. Me, a few others uh, from my class, and even our former youth pastor. We all got together and had this like conglomerate of blogs. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've been involved in uh, congruent culture, which would start with a few people and then eventually died out. Uh, comments on Christianity, which was started with a few of the same people and a few new people, and that eventually died out. Uh, Back Row Baptist had its own blog, just individually. Uh, there was another one I can't even remember now. And then Back Row Online, mm-hmm. which uh, was the big one that we had. And we had quite a few people mm-hmm. writing for that, many of whom are still involved with Back Row in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it became too overwhelming, honestly, to run all those different aspects. Yeah. And, you know, even as doing back row radio these past couple of years, we've been like making card games and board mm-hmm. games. And I've been trying to write books and whatever. And I found, gosh, it just, the back row radio takes up so much of my time and energy and effort if I want it to be good. You know, yeah. I want it to be not just some passive hobby i want this to be the best ministry it can be Mm -hmm. and so i've come to that realization of if i want that to be the case i have to give it my attention Mm -hmm. my full attention when it comes to back row and the ministry and so along those lines you know it's it has had such a storied history the name back row and and the idea behind it was you know back row that's that's where the people who are struggling the most tend to sit in church Mm -hmm. or even in life in school wherever yeah you know you're sitting in the back row because you're uncomfortable or maybe you're struggling maybe you're backsliding whatever the case is you don't want to be seen you don't want to be noticed you want to be far away maybe you feel ashamed maybe you feel like that's the only place you're you're able to sit and we wanted to reach out to those people and let them know, hey, we're all feeling like that mm-hmm. at some point. And God doesn't feel that way. God doesn't feel like you're an outcast. You don't belong. Uh, you'll never be any good. And we wanted to help that with the two-pronged approach of humor and healing. Mm-hmm. And so we were always trying to be funny. And we were always trying to bring a message. And that, that kind of continues on even with the morning show here. But... <sighs> As we've continued on with the radio station being the main focus, it just needed a direction. It felt like it didn't have a direction. It didn't have a ministry focus anymore other than just play music. And so I thought this could be so much more than what it is. 
And I decided that I wanted, and I told you about this, I think, a while back, like right after Church Nerd started, I said, you know, one day I'd really like to get more involved with Love Thy Nerd, maybe mm-hmm. even do radio for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point, it was just a pipe dream kind of thing. Well, COVID hit. I had more time to focus. And I'm like, I wonder. I wonder, maybe I'll just open up a dialogue with Bubba and see what he thinks. See if mm-hmm. this is something they'd even be interested in. Because Love Thy Nerd, which is a ministry that focuses heavily on uh, nerd culture as a means for building community and eventually uh, using that community as outreach. You know, they don't beat people over the head with Jesus, but they don't hide their faith either. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a welcoming community for everybody, whether they're religious or not. But eventually that conversation does always come back to Jesus and the morality that that uh, the Bible teaches. They have a focus, and they have been growing in the two and a half, three years that they've been going. They've been growing exponentially and branching out into all different areas. They have a giant community of people behind them. I'm like, I really want to be a part of that, and I think this would be a great opportunity. So I talked to him, and his initial reaction was the exact same thing. It was, but Back Row is your baby. Mm -hmm. You want to rename Back Row Radio? And so that's one of the reasons why we have renamed our morning show back to our original morning show name, the Back Row Morning Show. And so this show gets to carry on the Back Row name. Mm -hmm. But... LTN is, is something that I, I, I think we really believe in, the, the idea behind it, the way they're doing it, the, the above board and transparent way they run everything. Um, it's, it's, and I hope you'll get to see this the more that we uh, go along, the more that you hear on the station. Go visit lovethynerd.com, check out everything that they do, get involved with their community, all that. I think you'll see why we've fallen in love with this ministry and why we think that this is going to be a great, I keep saying, I keep trying to say the word partnership, but it's not a partnership. We are now a part of it. We are under the umbrella. We are, we are love thy nerd through and through. Um, so we've been working behind the scenes for months now, since, since about the beginning of June to get this started. And the whole idea was let's launch it at love thy nerd con LTN con, which was supposed to be in person. And uh, thank you, COVID hmm. was not <laughs> once uh, again it was online, but that was uh, cool in its own way. They got to put together a really cool show, got to do a lot of cool online events that happened this past weekend. And uh, we got to announce it to to Love Liner then and showcase some of the content from LTN Con uh, every hour over the weekend. So, you know, programming sounded a bit weird this weekend if you tuned in and didn't know what was going on. Uh, but now, you know, you know, you know why, uh, and, uh, you know, I've been meetings with them. We've been working on logos, working on, uh, new music, new tags, got a whole team of people over there. We've put together a bunch of new, uh, short content. We've got more stuff coming, but we are launching with a whole lot of stuff, new schedule. You can see it all at ltnonair.com. Uh, just a lot of stuff, but LTNCon being the launch day, we're like, we got to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. We especially have to keep it a secret from the Love Thy Nerd community, but we really wanted to keep it a secret from everybody. Mm-hmm. The only people that we got to tell in advance was our Patreon people, our donors that have helped us for Back Row Radio for such a long time because we want them to move that donation over to Love Thy Nerd's donation <laughs> site. And they're like, look, 
we just we can't keep it a secret for you guys. We got to tell you, and we got to hope that y'all keep it a secret. Uh, and a, about half of them have moved over at this point. We hope all of them will. Um, but it's it was uh, it was rough. Yeah. And so we got to the end of our show, of the morning side hug, the last episode a month ago. And we're like, ooh, how do we tell them that we're rebranding and we're coming back? As something different, but not give away that the whole radio station is changing. So right. we fibbed a little bit <laughs> and said that, you know, we're joining the Love That Nerd podcast network, which is true. But then that's kind of all. It was more of a fib by omission because <laughs> we didn't say. Which and is as still a, whole a new radio fib. Station. <laughs> Uh, but we kept it a secret. But uh, you might, if you go back and look at um, some of like the the teaser posts that I've made about changes happening and countdowns or whatever, several weeks back, even a couple months back, you'll notice that the first three words of those tweets start with L, T, and N, and I capitalized all three of them. There's at least five of them, tweets and Facebook posts and Instagram posts that I did, but it Look was at you. So far enough away. I didn't want to give anything away. Huh. Uh, and then the countdown that we've been using for the la- for that last ten days on our social media were the LTN colors, the the pink and blue uh, mixture that they use. Uh, but so far, nobody's caught on that I'm aware of beforehand. So we were excited about that. But it was really fun to to have the big reveal this weekend. Uh, we got to actually reveal it to the Love Thy Nerd donors on Friday night. Um, in a zoom call and then they announced it in the big opening orientation on saturday for ltn con for everybody uh it's really neat yeah um but i know that there are people who are big listeners of becker radio Mm -hmm. uh have been for years Mm -hmm. and who are sitting here especially if they tune in over the weekend and they're like what's happening to my station (laughs) What are we doing? 2020 strikes again. Is everything changing? (laughs) I hate life. And I promise you, not everything is changing. (laughs) Same music. Same awesome mix of the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie. Uh, That will continue to be the case. Um, Same morning show hosts. You know, different morning show. Same morning show hosts. Hey, Um, we're still here. Mo and I will be here every... um, Every Monday through Wednesday with new shows. And Thursday is our Back Row Rewind, which is hard to say three times fast. Yeah. Back Row Rewind. Back, back Row, row Rewind. rewind. <laughs> back Row Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> See, I can't do it. Back Row Rewind. Where uh, we'll go back and pull some old stuff from any of our previous shows, uh, versions of shows. Um, it, it'll be neat. But Friday morning, church nerds still with Bubba and Anna. But we're also going to be gaining afternoon content most weekdays. Uh, currently, it's not going to be every weekday. But uh, on Mondays, currently, we've got the LTN Rewind, which they have a whole backlog of podcasts and shows that they've done. And so we're going to pull one of those from one of the different shows every week and showcase it. And tonight, actually, you're going to hear the first interaction that the back row ever had with Love Thy Nerd. Hey. It was a joint podcast that Bubba and I did. Uh, and it's both of our podcasts started out with the same half hour of us just telling stories about us growing up together. And then for Love Thy Nerd, for Free Play podcast, it jumped into his show. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how we made card games. We talked about 
the back row, and this was before back row radio started by just a few months, so we didn't even get to into that. Um, talked a little bit about video games, had a good old time. Then this Thursday for the back row rewind, you'll hear the other half, the other side from us, where we talk about what Love Thy Nerd is, which, you know, it was just really getting started at that point. Um, what their, their hopes and dreams for the ministry were, uh, what they had already done. And then we get to contrast that with, you know, what's happening now by seeing everything that's going on and hearing these new podcasts. So anyway, first half of that LTN rewind this Monday night at 5 PM central time on Wednesdays, we will be having the new episodes of free play, uh, which is hosted by Bubba Stalkup, Matt Warmbier, and, uh, 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 oh gosh, Kim Katawaki. And that is, uh, typically video game oriented, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes they stray here or there, but they have over a hundred episodes, very popular show. And then on Fridays, it's kind of a rotation between some of the other podcasts. They got humans of gaming. They've got, um, the pull list, which is a comic, uh, comic based thing with Hector Mira and Chris Poirier. Uh, and there's a couple new podcasts on the way, including, including one that I'm really excited about, uh, should be coming up really soon. Another project that I'm involved with, but I can't, I'm not the host of it, which is the weirdest thing. Uh, and it's really hard to not be the host of something for me. Even I don't know about this. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, anyway, someone in your family is really going to enjoy it, I bet. But <laughs> maybe Listen, not you. <laughs> I, I think I have a hunch as to what you're you? referencing. Okay. Um, but, well, I mean, you kind of talked about it before we ended. Did I? Back in August or whenever. Just slightly. Just or did I? Just, I don't know. I think you did. I probably did. Um, but I really think that, again, you were talking about Topher. I'm assuming someone yeah. in my family. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that Topher is going to love, love thy nerd overall. Yeah. Just, and that's something to me that's kind of cool as this relationship grows. <laughs> um, I, because, and, okay. <laughs> This last portion of our outline really speaks to me because it says, what if I'm not a nerd? Mm. And this is not me. This is not, you know, I'm not comic book. I'm not video game. I'm not, that's not my. You said last hour, you don't even watch movies. Exactly. passively watch movies. Exactly. (laughs) So for me, I'm very much out of a comfort zone. I'm Mm -hmm. very much out of what I feel like where I fit in. I mean, you wear this glasses, is, but that's not enough anymore. This is my back row, if you will. Like <laughs> I just envision Mo walking into a room and sitting in the farthest chair away from everybody <laughs> because I just don't feel 100% comfortable. In this case, Matt is my only comfort. <laughs> that's the but, nicest thing you've ever said. Right. About me. <laughs> but I'm so excited to be able to, one, learn more, and yeah. two, grow in a different kind of relationship with my teenage son. Yeah, this this might be a very uh, good catalyst to growing in, in his direction. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I feel that same way is going to, uh, that same thing is going to happen with me and my kids as yeah. they grow up. Uh, because the world is only getting more nerdy. It's not, it ain't coming back. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's I mean, just, we're fair. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's, everybody has a fandom about something nowadays. It's, it's getting to the point where, okay, yeah. I mean, most people know what their Hogwarts house, house is, even if they aren't involved in Harry Potter. You know, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. Everyone knows wh- who Pikachu is upon sight without, you know, it's, it's just no escaping it. Yeah. This stuff is everywhere now. Um, and, the the question, what if I'm not a nerd, is it's an interesting one because I understand what it means. Mm-hmm. What if I'm not into nerdy things? What if I'm not into video games? What if I'm not into comic books? Mm-hmm. What if I'm not into Doctor Who or pop culture, anime, all these weird kind of things, cosplaying, comic cons, superhero movies? What if I'm not into all this stuff? When we, When it comes to how we define nerd... It's not about just all these quote-unquote nerdy things, sci-fi and all this. Everybody is a nerd about something. Everybody has something in their life that they get so excited about that if you get them talking about it, they'll talk your ear off for an hour. That's fair. And there's a lot of people who are sports nerds that don't even know that's a term. Yeah. (laughs) Because if you're so excited about sports that you've been following a, a, you know, a, a team for their entire career and you know all their names and you know stats and you know, you know every year that they've won a championship and, and you've been cheering them on for years and years and doesn't matter how badly they play, you're never going to leave their side. You're a nerd for that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I know Mo is one. Whoa. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. (laughs) I am not a Jets fan. (laughs) Our friend Rafer, on the other hand. Uh, But I mean, would would you say that there's something in things in your life that you are? See, and I'm surprised that you think that it's Ravens football because I do love Ravens football. But did I say Ravens? Well, that's my team. Did I say? I just assumed, my bad. But, uh, you know, if ever the opportunity comes up for, you know, a podcast about, oh, friends, Oh, absolutely, yeah. You're a diehard friends I want first go at it, please. I mean, yeah. We had that whole segment about how you had to correct the host of a friends trivia night. (laughs) On our cruise ship. Yep, mm -hmm, yeah. That was me. And now you refuse to back down. Well, let's just say you're both right. No! no absolutely not! We don't get participation <laughs> trophies here. Have you lost your mind? Huh. <laughs> so, yes, that uh, is probably my yeah. nerddom, yeah. if you will. But, I mean, it's that feeling. It's, that, it's, it's yeah. just a, a, a passion for, uh, you know, a, a, it's a fandom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a community that you have. And there is a huge community of Friends fans, yeah. as judged by the outrage when they got pulled off of Netflix. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised that's not when people started canceling their Netflix accounts. It's almost over. <laughs> Friends left. Parks and Rec left like a few days ago. Yeah. And The Office is going to be gone soon. Next year, Office is out of there. Once that's gone, everybody's gone. I mean... That's just the facts. Them's the facts. I mean, they got community, but so does Hulu. And so, yeah, nobody needs it. Nobody needs Netflix. That's what I'm saying. 
that's all this point the whole point of this whole podcast was <laughs> no but i mean it's it's um what we're trying to say is you might feel out of your your comfort zone when it comes to and i'm this is the the grand you not just mo <laughs> <laughs> you might feel out of your comfort zone with some of the shows some of the topics um you might not be into comics and when the pull list plays you might not well i guess i won't listen to this part that's okay look like i said most of the time most of the day we're playing the exact same music that you have loved thus far and if that's as deep as you get into it we are happy to have you here for most of the day mm-hmm. and if you don't want to listen to the show that comes on that's okay uh we would encourage you to at least give it a shot give one episode a shot and mm-hmm. see if you like it see if that might pique your interest but again you don't got to it's all right you don't got to love everything not even everybody love thy nerd Loves every nerdy thing. That's not what it's about. That's not the point. It's about creating a community. Okay, but can I say something real quick? I mean, have you I said, ever stopped you before? You <laughs> s- I mean, you've tried. But, um, you said just give them a shot. Just listen to one show. Okay, here's a little bit of advice. Ooh, okay. Okay, and this is like, it can be used in parenting too. You can't just tell your kid to take just one bite. Just try one bite. It's true. Because they try that one bite and they're like, eh, it's yucky. Right. Ew, I don't like it. Because they don't know what they're because, expecting. Exactly. And yeah. they go into it already with their mind made up and right. a decision made. You're right. You're right. So don't just try one show because your decision's already made. But try one show, listen to it, come back a couple days later, listen to another one. I'm sure you'll realize that you connect to it more than what you're probably thinking right now you will yeah i agree with that and your best um your best jumping off point if you haven't been a regular listener of church nerds on friday mornings or friday morning show that's a great midway leap into the love thy nerd culture uh partially what we do here on back row morning show and partially what they do in their love thy nerd podcasts that are more focused on nerdy culture gives you a good taste of both you dip your toe in they're very entertaining over there mm. uh or you know i keep saying over there but we're the same place now mm-hmm. which is really cool yeah um so mm-hmm. again we had that half-hearted mislead we had the secret posts but now we have a new show handle we have a new station handle we got all new social media which you need to follow new website new designs new everything really sorry if you have a back radio sticker <laughs> now you need a new one well no we'll now it's like a it. yeah no, it's, yeah it's a collector's item yeah, at this point. yeah. exactly uh, the the saddest thing mo though which uh you're gonna be upset about i know is is trip our our beloved <sighs> ice cream cone mascot has been retired he's just, living it up he's 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 i was gonna say on a heaven. beach somewhere but he's not i mean he's melted if he's on a beach somewhere so he's in the arctic enjoying the cold weather and the snow in summer <laughs> that's immediately what i thought of uh, he's we, with we, olaf somewhere I honestly, you know, I know a lot of our listeners loved the logo. I feel like here it was just you and me. 
was I don't know. You were on board immediately, which I was excited about because most of the time I feel like I have to talk you into things. You were like, you might not feel that way. And it might not even be true, <laughs> but I feel that way. Okay. <laughs> but you saw that and you're like, oh, I love it. I do. Like, yes, thank I you. I still do. I want it as a tattoo and I still might. Get I it want at some point. to dress up as Trip for Halloween. <laughs> I might have to figure out how to do that. Yeah. We need a good, yeah, like a whole mascot costume. We yeah. need to be able to make it. I would totally wear it. <laughs> I would. I'd wear it for the every single LTN con. I'd wear it. <laughs> no oh, shame. Oh, man. So anyway, we are just getting started. I know this has been long and rambling, uh, but we're trying to cover everything that we've been hiding from you for the last several months. Uh, we are just getting started. It, it might have a few kinks we need to work out, and some things might work, some things might not. One thing, that though, that we haven't talked about yet is that I'm excited about is on Thursday nights, we're, we're doing a one-hour thing every Thursday night that kind of breaks format for our station we are doing a one hour long 80s night uh music block sponsored by the love thy nerd discord server uh it was put together by uh, the playlist was put together by me and by matt Warmbier, who is one of the hosts of free play also one of the founders of the of uh, love thy nerd why he's a big his name matt oh that's why i'm that's why i'm going by station manager matt now <laughs> So I have to, because I'm the low mat on the totem pole, so I have to distinguish myself. That's fair. Um, but <laughs> it's one of the things that they've done in their Discord server, which if you're not involved with Discord, if you haven't gotten in one, get one and figure it out. But <laughs> Discord has a, an audio access thing where you can play playlists, play Spotify things through it, where everybody can listen to it as they're interacting playing games on twitch all this kind of stuff and they often put playlists for 80s music and it's become kind of a thing in the love thy nerd community uh and so we're we are hyping up the discord hoping that you'll get involved with love thy nerd over there uh and at the same time playing some really cool 80s music but not necessarily just christian 80s music in fact there's there's a little of it sprinkled in you'll hear petra you'll hear striper and uh, old Michael W. Smith and Stephen Curtis Chapman in there, all old 80s stuff. But uh, you're going to hear, you know, other bands. <laughs> Say what? You'll hear Toto. <gasps> You'll hear uh, Rush. You hear a lot of those oldies, them oldies. Basically, the deal is, is most of us who are founder age for LTN, Grew up in the 80s. This is the music that you know helped us fall in love with radio to begin with. So this is kind of a love letter to radio itself. Every Thursday night, 80s night for one hour, beginning at 5 p.m. Central Time. My friend, hmm. you messed up. What'd I do? You done messed up, A.A. Ron. What'd I do? You didn't have to tell any of the other stuff. None of the other stuff. You could have kept it all and just kept this segment so super short by saying that we're going to be playing Toto and everybody would have been okay. <laughs> everybody would have been fine. I just the race to the mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good time, guys. We hope you're going to stay along for the ride. Go to lovethynerd.com, LTN, uh, onair.com, and you'll learn all about 
Love Thy Nerd, and uh, what we plan on doing from this point forward. Uh, there's a lot more, too. There's a lot more I haven't even touched on, but I'm not going to, because we're over time, and it's time to go. And there you have it. Let's, uh, let's take one final break for today. When we come back, do you consider yourself a nerd? Stick around. Hello and welcome everyone, this is Nerdy Definitions, and I'm your host, Scott Matthews. Now despite my phenomenal British accent, I do not consider myself much of a nerd. Therefore, in teaching you these nerdy definitions, you and I will be learning together. Today's term is the acronym AFK. And, uh, um, hmm. It seems I forgot to include the actual definition in my show prep for today. Uh... So, well, we'll just wing it. AFK, I'm almost certain, is a gaming term. And it means... Always... Freaking king. That's right, it's a celebratory term. One exclaims upon victory over his opponents. You win the latest bout on fork knife, and you get the honor of exclaiming, AFK! AFK! Because you are claiming the mantle of always freaking king. So, next time you win a game, shout out AFK and then go get yourself a celebratory Mr. Pib. This has been Nerdy Definitions. I've been Scott Matthews. Have a delightful rest of your day. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. But first, we took to Twitter and asked our listeners, do you consider yourself a nerd? Our four options were absolutely, maybe sometimes, nah, and only on the weekends. Which do you think was the top answer? Well, first, what would your answer have been? Um, probably maybe sometimes. Maybe sometimes? Okay. Yeah. So what did you think the top answer was? I think that's the top answer. Yeah? Yeah. You were wrong. Really? So this is polling just our followers at BackRowRadio.com's Twitter account before we switched it over to LTN on air. Okay. Okay. This mm-hmm. was pre the switchover. Okay. So this was not a whole lot of Love Thy Nerd people. Okay. 52%. They said Over absolutely? half said absolutely. They be lying. <laughs> 34% <laughs> maybe sometimes. Only on the weekends is the third one. Two percent said only on the weekends. Really? Yeah. So only twelve percent out of a hundred said nah. Hmm. So we got some we got some nerdy folks already. Okay. In our in our banks over here. So it's only gonna get nerdier, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean Jump in, Mo. At, what do I gotta jump in for? <laughs> I know a handful like I personally know a handful of the people who are in our everyday, all the time listening rotation, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're nerds. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calling you out, Nick, in <laughs> April. Y'all a bunch of nerds. I wasn't going to call you out directly, but <laughs> hey, it's my brother and my sister. I can do that. <laughs> no, but truly, like that's where Topher gets it. I genuinely yeah. believe it's like a genetic thing. Chris's brother and sister are both. She, his sister is super into Doctor Who brother into star trek i mean just mm. doctor who is great 
April is into Harry Potter. Ugh. Just, I mean. <laughs> a lot of people love Harry Potter. I tried. I really tried to get into Harry Potter. I just could not care about it. You're a disappointment. I know. <laughs> I know I'm wrong in this one, but I just can't help it. I am who I am. See, and in that way, Kara is a nerd, because she's super Harry Potter. She's super Harry. Oh, I did not say that. Kara, you can come fight him. I did not say that. Uh, one little tweezer. Tweezer? Teaser. Tweezer. I was thinking about Harry. Kara's really Harry. She's really hairy, so she would come down and tweeze her. Stop <laughs> saying Kara is hairy. One little tweezer. That's hilarious. All right, a teaser. Teaser. Uh, just just something to put in the back of your mind. Just a little nugget to keep in the a back teaser, of your mind. A teaser, not tease her. Te- don't tease again. her hair. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Little nugget to keep in the back of your mind. <laughs> Something that's coming up in the future. I got in the mail last week on my birthday. I got on the mail oh, some no. some Pocky One Chip Challenges. <laughs> I'm so excited for it, guys. I've been trying to get these for Mo and I to try for three years. And every time they're sold out. Matt? I have the option of going to eBay and paying 40 bucks a pop for them, but I no, never thank do you. that. Can I ask you real quick, please? Will you set the record straight? What? Okay. So last week when you posted that picture and I was like, is your birthday present torturing me? And then John was like, well, I'm actually the one that said we should do this. So yeah. I can blah, 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 blah. Was it his idea or your idea? It was his idea to do it on his show. Okay, see? Okay, okay. But that's a different thing. It's not a, it wasn't a challenge. It was a, I can't get into it. I'll tell you about it afterwards. But I just want you to set the record straight that this has been something that literally, like you just said, for three years you've been wanting to do on our show between you and I. It's not a you and John thing, so John, take a back seat. No, yeah, no. I'm he was the one that he was the one that notified me that hey, this this is for sale. Okay. And I'm like, oh gosh, and I ran over there and I'm like, I bought it. And I'm like, yes, they're still here, and I got some. Uh, so he gets a little credit for that, the fact that we get to do it. But no, this is totally a you and I thing. Okay, fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, one chip challenge, guys. It's gonna be mm. fun. It's gonna be on video. You're gonna see it all, and it's gonna be uh, whew, murderous. Oh, you remember when we got those Pocky uh, haunted ghost pepper chips? They mm-hmm. were really delicious, mm-hmm. but you had like three of them, and, and was dying. I had three yeah. of them, and I was dying. You mm-hmm. ate more than I did, I think. I think just by one. Just <laughs> it was a lot. Well, this is up. worse. This is black. This <laughs> chip is solid black and caked in the hottest stuff on the earth. I need you to stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth is salivating already from mm. all the heat. All right. Let's end our show with the verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Numbers 6, 24 through 36. Nope. The Lord... 26. Did I say 36? Yeah, that's going to be a I, long verse. I, we'll be here all day. 
Number 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That is going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give and choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com, and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no cost to you. Follow us on all the socials at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central Time with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Yeah, that was still your part there, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first show, guys. Come on. First show back. It's a learning curve. We did so well. Give us us a break. (laughs) And remember, if nobody else tells you, Jesus loves you, nerds.